0: Hello and welcome to Songs That Changed You. My name is Aiden. And actually, is there any real need for this part at the beginning this episode? There's not, is there? I've got like a special end of year message at the end of this episode. So forget about it. Let's just get straight into it.
1: Group. Reality, from <laughs> <laughs> <Strap>. <laughs> the portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape
0: recordings. Songs that Change You. A little bit you. of a different episode today of Songs That Change You. As we draw to the end of 2023, I thought it would be a good idea to reflect on the music that has impacted us throughout the year. Now, Obviously, I'm joined each episode by a guest where they discuss a song that has impacted their life significantly, but I thought today we'd get a uh, music expert. I-, I was hoping for a laughter there, but no, that's... <laughs> there,
2: there was silent laughter there, trust
0: me. <laughs> I'm joined by Jessica Morris from Between You and Me podcast. We've had her on the show earlier this year, and I thought let's get you back for um, a bit of a discussion about music in 2023. How you doing?
2: I'm doing good. I am so honoured to be back. Thank you so much, Aiden. I love your work and I am glad that we can geek out over music together. Well,
0: this is why I wanted to get you on. I was going through my list and I was like, oh, there's a couple of people that I could invite, but I thought, Jessica, you're perfect for this because you also do a podcast all about music and you love Christian music. And first of all, how's the podcast been going this year? How's 2023 treated you as we wrap it up?
2: Ooh. I mean, I should get used to answering this question because we are in December now. Yeah. It's been it's been a good year for the podcast. It's I think um getting in new artists, some upcoming artists. We started a new artist showcase sort of semi series every every four episodes, which has been great. But uh, we've just had some fun getting in some bigger artists who really want to share their stories sort of longer than the fifteen minute media. Yeah roll around which has been great so um spent a little bit of time in Nashville got to interview one or two artists over there so yeah it's been it's been fun
0: how do you think music has been in 2023 because I was looking through like albums that I've purchased whether it be on vinyl or you know different avenues and I was like I actually haven't listened to terribly much Christian music this year I feel like it hasn't been the best year for it if I'm honest
2: no that's definitely fair to say what i have realized about myself even though i'm a music journalist is that when i find artists i love i will tend to stick with them yeah won't necessarily step outside of that window and maybe that's because i'm in my 30s now but i tried to listen to like the especially on spotify like the new christian music playlist and granted that's mostly labels and like k love influenced but at least it gets me on track yeah I, i think what i've seen this year is that the artists who are sort of like faith adjacent or like on the outer regions of christian music have released some really great music in Christian music, the normal, like, typical CCM genre, we're seeing a lot of the same. Yeah. Not bad, just a lot of the same.
0: Agreed. So the assignment that I've set you today is to bring three of your favourite songs that have been released this year in the Christian music genre, music that you've enjoyed this year, that has spoke to you. I've got three, you've got three. We might go back and forth with our favourite songs. Would you like to start?
2: Sure. So, we know like Our City from Fireflies years and years and years ago, right? Adam Young, who is Our City, released the album Coco Moon this year. And the album is just fun. It's like synths and beats and all sorts of bizarre, fun concepts. And somehow Jesus is weaved all the way through that. So the song Sons of Thunder is actually like a deep cut on this album. It's not a single, but I chose it because, well, one, I saw him live and when he performed this, I had a moment of being like, oh, I feel like I'm home and I'm feeling like Jesus is right here with me. It reminded me, I guess, about hope and endurance in this life. Normally we have the hope of heaven, but at the same time, there's this whimsy to it. So you don't get stuck in the darkness and the pain and the struggle of the last few years, which we've all experienced, but you sort of have this. Hilarious, whimsical hope. And then the album keeps going and they sing about dinosaur bones and stuff. And <laughs> it sounds weird, but trust me, this song is great and I love it. So. All
0: right, let's hear a little bit now. This is Our City with Sons of Thunder.
2: We are the new Sons
3: of Thunder. We are uncrushable diamonds of light. We are the daughters of wonder. And when we leave, with a shower of sparks we'll meet in the sky and we'll walk among the stars when we walk among the stars the pleasure will be ours and with young unbroken hearts we'll walk among the stars because we belong above Just like that
0: I kind of dropped off Our City after the first couple of albums. I really enjoyed the one with Fireflies on it, obviously, as everyone did. And I really enjoyed The Midsummer Station. Yes. So I really enjoyed that album. And then I just sort of dropped off. But you've continued on as a fan this whole time? Or just this recent album has sort of spoke to you?
2: Really, it's only this recent album. Because Our City just happened to be performing while I was in Nashville, I was like, well, when in Nashville, go to a show. Yeah. And because now I've seen it live... And he was, he was literally like creating the track on stage, running around from side to side using all sorts of instruments. It was ridiculous. So I think that experience mixed with this song sort of made it one of my favourites for the year.
0: There's something to be said about live music and, and that attachment that you have when you do actually experience it in the room with the artists and things. Like there's certain songs on albums where I've gone, yeah, that one's a skip song for me. But then when I've heard it performed live by the band, I've been like, oh, no, I love this one. And and you have that new relationship with the song. And so obviously, yeah, you're naturally going to pick a song from this album when you've heard it all live and seen it performed.
2: Yeah, no, it was um, it was a very fun show. A obscure pick, but a fun pick.
0: No, it's good. I like it. Before I give you my first song, obviously, I've had certain artists on the podcast, so I delved into their back catalogue and found songs that i've liked and so i feel like as i'm summing up the year i probably need to pick a few artists that i have featured on the podcast show a bit of love to the friends you know
2: (laughs) absolutely and i often do the same thing so please throw the songs at me i'm excited
0: all right so the first one i have for you is by jimmy clifton the song is come on love now have you heard jimmy clifton before
2: I haven't. Okay. Does that make me a really bad journalist?
0: No, this is good because we're discovering new <laughs> artists and things together. I like it. Okay, this. I'm
2: here for this. All right, yes. so Jimmy
0: Clifton, he's from North Carolina. He's a folk artist. Ooh. Independent sort of stuff. He just releases songs sporadically. Um, I think he is releasing an album soon, but he just like chucks songs up every couple of weeks and then he'll go quiet for a little while and he'll chuck a few more songs out there. But think like Bonnie "Ver" Fleet Foxes, that sort of vibe. The big song is Save Your Tears. That's probably the one that he's probably most known for. But for me, it's Come On, Love.
3: Brother sister you might call well, Come on, love well, Come on, love Need your love to break my fall well, Come on, love well, Come on, love
0: that's Jimmy Clifton, Come On, Love. And I love this guy because he puts it all on the line. Like, his lyrics are so personal. He sings about having porn addiction. He sings about, you know, feeling just worthless and broken and just desperately needing God in his life. That song there, like, I love the part where he's sort of just screaming, essentially, like, I've been screaming in the dark. I just need you. Like, it's just so powerful but also just stripped back and folky and not overproduced and processed and and exactly what needs to fit on the radio within three and a half minutes you know what i mean a
2: hundred percent So, what a gorgeous song yeah um that's like i wanted at him now was like followed on my spotify and be like what's he doing i like his stuff
0: well jimmy clifton he was listening to music and couldn't find anything that spoke to him he's like i'm i don't hear what i want to hear so i'm gonna make what i want to hear uh, and he, he talks openly about that a lot and definitely want to check out what have you got for me next jess
2: the song god and prozac by chris Ren, i think it's chris renzuma is how you say his name according to a story that he posted on instagram recently so thank you um <laughs> so he's based in nashville really have only gotten into his music in the last six months a slight americana folk singer-songwriter thing to it and he's signed to a record label, so somehow he's broken into contemporary Christian music and is sort of accepted in that, which is pretty big. But his music sounds different to what you'd normally expect. Basically, in this song, he's singing about having depression, like living in the in-between of what happens like when God hasn't healed you of your depression and when your emotions don't match up with the fact that you know God is good. This song, God and Prozac, was... One of the lead singles from his latest album, which was Manor Part One, the whole album or half, first half of like this whole album that is releasing this project is amazing. Songs about walking through the desert and trying to understand what it means when another mega pastor falls what does your faith mean in that?
4: The better part of my 20s spent writing songs about God On a Prozac prescription Doesn't that seem odd? Cause I believe in a gospel, in a God who is good But these chemicals don't always work like they should A book on how to write a love song. When I still need help trying to love myself. I still need help trying to.
0: Chris Ranzuma, God and Prozac. I'd never heard this song until you sent through your list. And I love it. This is exactly my style of music. It speaks to me. This is incredible. All right. My next one for you is another artist that I've had on the podcast, Strings and Hearts. So these are three brothers from uh, America, but they um, are Latin American. Like some of their songs are in English. Some of them are in Spanish. This one that I've picked is in English, though. It makes it a little bit easier for us.
2: <laughs> Thank you. I'm not bilingual. I appreciate it. So, like,
0: picture the Killers mixed with uh, May. I don't know if you know the band May from Tooth and Nail back in the day. That, that sort of vibe. So fun. This one is called Flowers Dressed in Blue, and it sounds like this.
5: Proof enough
0: Heart, Flowers Dressed in Blue. These guys are quite young and they're very passionate, very on fire for God. Like, this is what we want to do and this is who we want to be and we're going after it. Indie rock is not something that Christian music is really releasing much at the moment and these guys, I was like, you're scratching an itch for me. This is a really fun song. What do you think, Jess? Their
2: sound is so fun. Mm. I... Like you, I mean, I was in, I feel like it's the youth group era of like Reliant K and The Killers and things like that. And so the indie rock, the alternative sound is something that I naturally gravitate to, but we don't really hear it in contemporary Christian music anymore. What this band is creating is really cool Mm. and it's now really unique.
0: Yep. I think this is one for everyone. You've got one more song for me today, Jess.
2: I do. And this one is by an artist called Sarah Reeves. Now Sarah has been like sharing her tracks and her process of creating songs on Instagram all year. She shared the first verse of a song called Get Back Your Fight and it went viral. And because it went so widespread over TikTok, she released like released the rest of it. and. Basically I had to release it as a lead single for her album, which came out this year called Better Days. Her vocals are amazing. She has this quality to them that there's a sort of organic pop sensibility to them, which I really love. And this song, Get Back Your Fight, is literally about her fighting against depression and anxiety. As someone like who lives with mental health issues, Get Back Your Fight is, it's like an anthem. So it's a lot of fun, but also really powerful. Six, five, four, three, two, one, counting down till morning comes, been a
6: wild one, been a dark one, devil's playground, hope you have fun, don't break me fast, so loud, singing myself heartbreak songs, got a voice, I can't avoid it, helps me heal, so I exploit it, maybe someone's in a similar boat, hope that Sí got me
0: Sarah Reeves, get back your fight. Obviously, I'm familiar with Sarah. We play heaps of her music on the radio. Not this one, though. This is very different. I hit play on this. I heard lots of Kate Nash, Lily Allen, Regina Spector. I was impressed. I'm honestly surprised my wife has not had this song blaring because this has got her written all over it. Like this, yes. this is, this is her music. I imagine Leah loving it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to pass this one on. Um, this is perfect. I love it, Jess.
2: Happy to share that one around. All
0: right. One more song, but I'm cheating slightly with this one. This song technically was released last year, but it was released uh. as a single in Australia this year because we're delayed. For some reason, Australia gets yeah. things late sometimes. So do you know Jimmy Cravity?
2: Yes, I interviewed him. He's awesome. Yes. yes.
0: Okay, great. Okay, so his song, Poetry, was massive in the US. It only really came to Australia about like two or three months ago, and it's incredible.
1: Oh, you lovers and friends, come in, come in. Have a seat out there and have some bread. Oh, the day. If love wasn't broken, then why'd you have to try? Now you're dying to fix it, staring down those teary eyes. This love is poetry, sweating sweet, symphony of poetry, yeah. It's poetry. Yeah, this love is poetry. Sweat and sweet symphony of poetry. Yeah, this love is poetry. It came for me. It came for me. It's poetry. Yeah. never is If love
0: Jimmy Cravity Poetry. So this guy's from Georgia, US. That song sounds very Mumford & Sons, very Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zero, but the dude has released like every genre under the sun. Like he's got R&B tracks. He's got proper hip hop rap sort of songs. He's got pop, folk, and his voice lends itself to all genres. Like he's incredible.
2: His commitment to being a Christ follower, but like weaving between both Christian and worship and Every other genre is amazing. He talked to me really openly about being in writers' rooms like with a black-eyed piece and stuff. It's wild. I
0: highly recommend you check out his stuff. As I said, if that song wasn't for you, I'm sure he's got one that is because he's released every genre under the sun.
2: Prolific, <laughs> yes.
0: Jess, thanks so much for joining me and talking music on the podcast today.
2: And thank you so much for, one, asking me for some of my top songs of the year, but also for introducing me to some amazing artists.
0: Of course, you can go check out uh, Between You and Me, the podcast. Thanks, Jess. Appreciate it. You have a great one. um, And Happy New Year and Merry Christmas and all the other things you meant to say at this time of the year.
2: All the holiday things. Happy New Year.
0: Well, with that, we come to the end of another episode of Songs That Change You, but also the end of the year, the end of Season 1. We'll be back with new episodes of the podcast in 2024. Don't worry, I got you covered. I don't know when that will be just yet, though, but if you hit subscribe uh, in Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever, we'll have new episodes in the new year sometime. I'm guessing around mid-February, but I'll keep you posted on the socials and whatnot. I want to thank everyone that supported the show since launching this year, whether you've recommended it to a friend or left a five-star review, shared something on social media, or just listened and enjoyed. Thank you so much for lending me your ear holes once a week and sitting down and talking music with me. It's really been one of the great joys of 2023, putting this show together each week for you. I love it. Until next time, my name is Aiden. Have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and I'll catch you with new episodes in 2024.